Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets. In this weekly show, you'll catch two fund managers who'll share their views on a selection of listed companies, both here and overseas. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be notified of new episodes each week. And don't forget that all the views expressed are general in nature and you should seek your own advice before making any decisions of your own. That's all from me. Sit back, relax and enjoy the latest edition of Buy, Hold, Sell. Hello and welcome to Livewire's Buy, Hold, Sell. My name is Chris Conway. No doubt you've seen rising prices across the board out there, whether it be the $10 lettuces at the supermarket, the ridiculous prices we're paying at the pump, or indeed your energy bills. And with interest rates on the rise, borrowing costs are going up as well. Today we're here to talk about what the rising cost of capital means for microcaps, and I'm joined by Chris Stott from 1851 Capital and Joel Fleming from Yarra Capital Management. Welcome, gents. All right, we'll start with the big picture. The market is split on just how high interest rates will go, and there's even some conversation that we might see rate cuts in the back half of 2023. What is the outlook for interest rates? Chris, we'll start with you. Yeah, thanks, Chris. I think it's certainly an interesting point in time for interest rates. Um, you know, a few months ago, we were feeling like that interest rates could be cut in the early stages of 2023. That's certainly been pushed out. Now, our expectation is we might see interest rate cuts here in Australia in the latter stages of next calendar year. The bond market's still telling us that rates are gonna go up short term. Inflation feels like it has peaked, but we're yet to see it, and that will be retrospectively coming through. But certainly that feels like it's gonna be a big catalyst for the equity market to push higher into 2023. And Joel, what about you? What's your outlook for interest rates? Yeah, look, I think they've still got some way to go. Um, Inflation needs to be kept under control. It's appearing it's a bit stickier than what we would have liked. And I wouldn't be surprised to see interest rates run a little bit harder and a little bit faster than what people currently expect. How are you positioning your portfolio with all of that in mind? The great thing about microcaps is it touches the full spectrum of the economy. So we have the luxury of investing you know, across the spectrum. Interesting niches, how the world is changing, we've always got optionality there. So we're not managing to an index. And so in that in mind, we're always looking at stocks that we feel the market is undervaluing, has a great growth profile. Maybe they're doing something better. They're growing their customer base. They're creating market share. And there's always opportunities like that in the market cap space. And Chris, now for you, uh, how are you positioning your portfolio? Looking very much echo Joel's thoughts there, but looking for companies with pricing power through this environment and beneficiaries of an inflationary environment. So companies like PSC Insurance is one that we own in our portfolio at 1851 Capital that's benefiting from a rapid rise in insurance premiums across various lines at the moment, and we suspect that will continue. So companies that have got strong balance sheets, of course, I think people are underestimating you know, the higher interest costs that are coming through for companies with high levels of debt over the next couple of years. As Joel said, rates will go up high, a lot higher than we think shorter term potentially. But um, yeah, really, def- it's not a time to be overly defensive. You know, certainly we're starting to sift amongst some of those consumer discretionary names that will benefit from lower interest rates as we go forward. We've just come through August reporting season. What did management teams tell you? And were rising costs a major factor? Costs were a huge issue. And then also access to labour was another issue. Um, common feedback was we can't get enough people and wages are going up at a, at a rapid rate, anywhere from five to 10% plus, depending on which sector you're in. So they were common themes that really came out of reporting season. So certainly the better companies uh, will get through this little next period over the next couple of years in terms of their ability to maintain margins through this you know, rapidly uh, rising cost environment. 
Joel, what about you? What did management teams tell you through the season? No, absolutely, same, same thoughts as, as Chris spoke to. Um, one of the interesting things we found is a lot of companies saying we've not ever found it easier to push through prices. And that's interesting, but at some point that must stop. And in a lot of cases, it was just the early signs of that inflation starting to creep through. I think this second half of the year is going to be a lot more interesting. Um, at the end of the day, good companies, good culture, they're able to attract people, they want to work hard. Um, and in cycles like this, you can really differentiate yourself and your business model, I think. A lot of micro caps and small caps, they survive on raising capital. Do you think this is now dried up? No, look, good businesses, capital is always available to fund. You know, if you go back six or nine months ago, we were looking at five to 10 deals a day, fear of missing out, you know, people want to put money to work, um, not thinking about allocating that capital to a business that's really moving its strategy forward. And I think in um, an environment like this, it's actually positive because good businesses get rewarded, they can continue to go on. Businesses under pressure, they struggle with their balance sheet, they can't compete as hard, and that creates real opportunity for businesses to grow into these tougher times. Chris, what about you? Have the taps been turned off? Oh, absolutely, they've been turned off. And the IPA market looks as though it's going to be one of the quietest years for many, many years in Australia, and particularly in that smaller micro-cap space. Um, as Joel said, you know, the better companies that are already listed, secondary raisings are there, um, particularly at times like now where you do get bear market rallies in times of strength. But, you know, we're hopeful as we move forward into 2023 that that IPO pipeline will certainly build um, and we'll move forward from there. What is one micro cap that you think is really going to struggle as costs continue to rise? Well, there's a lot of them out there, um, but I'd really highlight the retail sector is one and the reject shop uh, is one we think that's going to come under a bit of earnings pressure over the next 12 months with the rapid rising uh, logistics costs that they've got to deal with. Um, it's certainly going to potentially crimp their profit. That being said, they've got a really strong balance sheet. You know, they've got over $70 million of net cash. They'll get through it fine. Um, and a new leadership there, we're keeping a close eye on it, but certainly in the short to medium term, you know, those rising costs are going to be very, very hard for them to offset um, given their lack of pricing power with the customer. Joel, rising costs, they can be a killer. What's one stock that's on your radar there? Uh, similar thematic to Chris, uh, the retail sector. Um, they are very good retailers, but universal store holdings. Mm -hmm. I just think their demographic is going to come under increasing pressure. Managing inventory in these environments is really difficult. And I think that the, uh, the macro headwinds might just get people caught off guard in terms of the impact on that business. What do you think is one micro cap that can take advantage of the current conditions and really set itself up for the coming years? I really like SmartPay. So they're a provider of point of sale um, for merchants and retailers here in Australia and New Zealand. Um, really interesting, low cost model. In tough times when you're starting a business or you're looking to switch, that resonates. Um, inflation is really good in terms of higher transaction values. We've had corporate activity in the sector. It's trading really cheaply compared to peers. And I think that's really nicely placed um, in the current market. And Chris, with you, what's one stock that you think uh, is setting itself up well for the coming years? We've gone with Atura, so ATA is the ticker. It's a recently listed IT services business, trades on seven times EBIT. Uh, Empire was a recent comparable, another micro cap that was taken out at 16 times um, just over a year ago. So it's doing very well um, in terms of it's performed well since its listing. It's got $30 million of net cash on the balance sheet. It's been upgrading its earnings uh, since the listing. So, you know, we're very well managed uh, little IT services, businesses off the radar, not many institutions on the register, not well covered by the stockbroking community. So that one stands out for us right now. Well, that's all we have time for today. We hope you enjoyed this thematic episode of Buy, Hold, Sell. If you enjoyed it as much as we did, make sure to give it a like and also subscribe to our YouTube channel because we're adding great new content every week.
Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis and insights. Register for free online at livewiremarkets.com and you'll discover more exclusive investing articles, videos and podcasts.